What are we talking about? We're talking about hardware and technical problems. And how great <laughs> Apple products are. And how terrible they are. Did you? How was your guys' week? It was, What's up? It was good. Did you happen to watch the Vice News article or the video about Apple recently on, their, on the Vice News? I have, yeah. I have a lot more respect for them after that. Just with uh, their, their like environmental efforts and the recycling program for all their phones. It's really impressive what they do. Like, ha- could you ever lose respect for them? Probably not. Um, <laughs> but they have this machine. It's called, it's called the Liam. And it's just this one machine that all recycled iPhones, this one machine strips them all for reusable parts. So whenever, like, yeah, that's like just this one single machine strips an entire iPhone for, for reuse. Yeah, it's scary to think how much uh, hardware is just in landfills. Oh, I try not to think about it. it yeah, I, I get actually upset about it, so I just try yeah. not to think about it. I wish it. I wish it were easier to recycle stuff. Like I, I really only know how to. I, I can take it to Best Buy. I can take things to Best Buy. That's the only place I know to do that. Yeah, they recycle yeah. everything but TVs. In PA, it is a, you have to. You have to. Uh, you have to get dispose of a TV a, a certain way. I don't know exactly, but it's through certain companies. You can't just drop it off somewhere. That's weird. Yeah, even best any kind of TV, any TV, even, even like a regular modern TV that's just yes, basically a what like a motherboard or yep. something. That's all it is. Yep. See that's, this this kind of weird. stuff is so frustrating, and it all comes down to like okay, so you want to do better, but they make it so hard for you to recycle. Yeah, I, and, and like those compact fluorescent bulbs, you know they're supposed mm-hmm. to be better for the environment, way more efficient. They have mercury in them. Like yeah. What? I never I never know what to do with light bulbs either. Yeah. Actually. So landfill it is. I just put them in my uh non sort recycling and let somebody else take care of it. That's actually how it should be. That's what people <laughs> if, who get paid to do that. That's their job. I hear all the time that that stuff just gets thrown away anyway. <laughs> uh it probably does. I intend yeah. to compost one day. Should I ever get my own? Oh place? totally. Yeah. When, yeah, totally. It's so basic and easy and useful, so why not? Yeah. Green yeah, cast. if we what? Recycling <laughs> green cast? cast? Green yeah, cast. Recycling yeah. cast. Yeah. Hey, we're environment environmentally friendly on the two v one podcast, I guess. Uh, we are. Typically, typically we talk about video games, though. I'm Nick. Every week, I'm joined by Josh and Alex to talk about the games we're playing and happenings in the industry. This week, I've played a lot of something, but I don't. I think we should start with maybe Dark Souls, Alex. Yes. Oh, you that started. You did end up playing some of it alex enough yes and i don't know do you want to start nick or should i uh i know I mean, you yeah. sort of said a few things a couple episodes ago can yeah we, can i have limit had... this to like a two minute conversation no. maybe okay thank you <laughs> i'll take a maybe that's fine that's probably not though because souls is the best and relevant. capital b we, we get a relevant. It, was, it was relevant three weeks ago when it was out actually well, it's relevant all the time true but... and this is when we were playing it so it's relevant now <laughs> Nope. So the the Ring City DLC, it's the last one for Dark Souls 3. There will not be any more Dark Souls apparently ever. I started it a couple weeks ago. I have some Let's Plays up on my YouTube channel. I got to play a little bit more of it today because I finally was confident enough to fight the first boss. Which is I had Demon in Pain and Demon, demon from Below. below. Yeah. And then... Wait. Did you beat it, Alex? No. Okay, Can, so do you know more about it? Mm, well, do you mean those? Two? Okay, minor spoilers here. Yeah, yeah it's. I don't. Uh, I don't think there's anything you can spoil. It's fine. In a Souls game. It's fine. It's it's the first boss. Yes. So 
the they you once you fight these two demons they then turn into the demon prince yeah. and it's a three it's like a two stage thing you fight three things total which in later soul stuff is, is so standard at this point you're never yeah, I mean, just done was, on the first battle that was basically the last boss of ashes of ariandel which um, i want to talk about after this but continue. okay cool uh <laughs> But yeah, that that demon prince boss was uh, a pain in the ass for me. Um, demon in pain in the ass. The uh, <laughs> that was a good attempt. I don't know. I just I'm just going with it. But uh, I was way under leveled, so I actually had to go back and grind. And Dark Souls three for the most part was pretty easy. Like it had some had some challenging bosses that were really good, but I never had to grind for them. Yeah, same. So. I legitimately had to go back and grind for this one. Question. Where do you farm? There is a bonfire in Lothric Castle that as soon as you get there, there's a, uh, a knight right by the bonfire that spawns every single time. Is it the one at the steps? No. Because I would, I would this, farm there for I didn't something. Remember, I forget what it was. I didn't remember this exact location until I looked up the best farming spots. It's just a random bonfire towards the end of the game inside the big castle. And right at the bonfire is the soldier. If you equip soul boosting stuff, you get like 5,000 something from him every time. And you just go back to the bonfire, rest, kill him. Go back to the bonfire, rest, kill him. How how fast do you kill him? Uh, 10 seconds. Okay. Maybe. The only reason I ask is I have my own little spot. And it's at the Grand Duke Archive, whatever, fire. And yeah. you have to take an elevator up, and you have to go to the top of this tower. It's not a long process, but there are three winged knights, and okay. I have on the Covetous Serpent plus three plus the Shield of Want, so that yeah. stacks. You yep. get There's three of these knights, and you get 21,000 per knight. Do you have to go up and down the elevator every time, though? I go up, and then I just warp back with the uh, Sword Fragment. So this this Lothric Castle one probably faster. I'm it, gonna do it immediately. You're Please. literally right by the enemy. Okay, text, <laughs> like me, it, text it, me after this. I need to know what this is. Okay, yeah, you spawn right by it. Kill it. Rest. Kill it. Rest. Kill it. It's it's so basic. Sounds, I, sounds I went up. I went up probably like thirty levels in I don't know an hour of grinding. Oh God, what level are so, you? So, uh, I'm probably in the one fifteen ish, sixteen. Dude, I think now I'm one thirty five. Yeah, so Crazy. you're see you should be good and and especially you have a blocking thing for this demon prince. Like I'm still mm-hmm. playing two-handing a katana, so Which like still blows me away. It really it has impressive. it has attacks that kill me in one hit even after grinding. So like it just was so intense. And I recorded the third episode of my playthrough for that and you can see that when I uh this week at 2v1podcast.com. I freaked out I almost died. <laughs> well, I almost dude, died right before I beat it. I'm I'm ashamed. I uh, I got down to one third health on the Demon Prince. I had no Estus left, and I had already used my Ember. I warped out because I didn't want to lose my Ember. I took the oh, I took the why? coward's way out because I didn't want to lose the Ember. And, oh, and I, I have so many of those. I, I have like twelve. Oh my god, I have like fifty. <laughs> That's amazing. I, I don't know. Yeah, I, don't know I, I even used them a lot too. But um, yeah. So this DLC is pretty sweet. It we is. didn't really talk about. Did Did you like that it was a callback to Dark Souls two immediately? Yeah, did we and, talk and, um, about that because three is already that with all of them. 
it fits yeah. in and it's pretty cool. Like Earthen Peak, wasn't that literally a a bonfire? Yeah, it was an area. Okay. And and so did you notice that you're you're walking across like the fallen ruins yes. of the Earthen Peak? Like yeah. that th- I thought that was awesome. Yeah, like I think that it's giant sweet. windmill. I'm a huge fan. Um Dude, I can't wait for you to see what is after the Demon Prince. Okay, it's sweet. so we'll have a we'll, follow-up we'll on save, that. Then. We'll save that. It's pretty obvious what it is, I think, but you'll okay. see. I, I got invaded as soon as I got there and got beat by another player. <laughs> um, I got invaded, and I kicked his ass, and I took a video, and I'll put it on our 2v1. Yeah, I was there is I nothing really more satisfying. I'll put it on our 2v1. Thank you, Just Josh. I'll put it on our Instagram. 2v1 everything. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. 2v1 everything. Yeah, it's easy. It, it <laughs> made sense, kind of. But yeah, I was pissed off that I got invaded because I was like, oh, I just got through this, and I thought it was an NPC, and I was like, let's fucking go. But it was another player, and we had a bad connection, so like nah, you could see where luck. swings swings weren't hitting, but we were hitting, and that was frustrating. Yeah. So, um, my My parting thought, is I, I told you I wanted to talk about that final boss in Ariendo. Yeah. Um, obviously, at this point, minor spoilers. There's three phases of the boss. Yeah, this is the, the first DLC for Dark Souls 3. Thank you. Um, there are three phases of the final boss. And the third one, her name is Black Flame Frida. I don't remember, yeah. Nick, pretty sure you didn't have trouble with her. In my opinion... Be- beat her first try. In my opinion, hardest boss in the entire series. Oh. Holy shit, really? I can't. I can't beat her. Wow. <laughs> I had less trouble with Nameless King. That's crazy. I don't get it. Yeah, the uh the the stages prior to her to the third stage is no. where I died. And I have no problem going through those. Yeah. It it was as soon as I got to her, I think I, it must be I don't know, I must have been thing. like way in the zone and I was like I'm beating this and oh I and God, I beat dude. her. I'm so envious of you because I hate her. So you still haven't beat beat it no and you know wow. me, dude like i can't summon to beat her. yeah that's I not beating it yeah i haven't in three at all so that's all i just wanted to say that she's kicking my ass and i suck and i think she's hard <laughs> as hell so you're playing two yeah. dark soul three dlcs at the same time no the other one's beaten it's just the final oh. boss of it okay. it's also that's just sh- it's also just bouncing back and forth between areas it's, it's no just a it's just deal. through a bonfire yeah she, the, she yeah. is right uh, after a bonfire so, yeah. Um, Whatever. Yeah, that's crazy. So I think this is a good kind of transition to Code Vein. Yes. <laughs> what are what is that? What I, what is Code? I don't know. I don't really know. It's the new game from Namco Bandai. Oh wait, is that what it's called? Yes, I thought it was called something else. No, um, it's called Code oh, Vein. Okay, this is uh this is actually a stupid, not applicable segue i think they they trolled everybody with that marketing thing prepare to dine whatever it's a mm-hmm. fucking side scroller it's a side scroller no it's not. yeah it's a side scroller i didn't see it's that it's supposed to be yeah i read i read about it. it's supposed to be just a side scrolling like action game um oh has nothing to do with dark souls at all bandai namco is not the developer of souls anyway so it it doesn't mean anything they just troll they just trolled people yeah. which is stupid <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. Uh, that's how I feel. <laughs> I don't know. I think it sounds cool. Looks cool. The game, the game itself, sh- could be fine. Yeah, sure. And it, it has a really cool looking art. Style Are you so sure far. it's supposed to be side scrolling? I'm almost positive. Okay. Continue the discussion. 
Yeah, I'll Google we'll, it. we'll have to check on that. I don't think it is. But either I've, way, I've heard comparisons. Either way, it's to like not going to be a Dark Souls game. I don't think. I've heard comparisons <laughs> to like almost like Monster Hunter to an extent as vampires. I mean, you could do that in a two D plane. All right, sure. This is pointless. Yeah, this is stupid. Okay. Jumping off of Souls, I've played a lot of Near. I can't wait Tama. to hear about this, and I'm going to start it very soon. Yeah, I I got to dig into it after last week. I. I'm probably like six or so hours in. So you haven't beaten it yet? No, okay. no. I am doing a lot of the side quests. So I, I first of all, I'm really, really liking this game. It is very fun to play. It is just weird. Like, it is so weird. And the story is very strange. And the setup for everything that's happening, like, it only kind of gives you little hints as you're going through, even the main quest stuff is a little confusing. Like, I don't necessarily know what's happening, but I want to keep trying to figure that out. Are you going to, quote-unquote, actually beat the game? Like, the three endings? Well, I'm going to... Yeah, I'm going to do the multiple playthroughs because I, it, I think that's required. Yeah. Like, I, I, don't, I don't think that is a choice. If you are signing up to play this game, that is how you play this game. So, I'm committed to that. And I really want to know how that works anyway. Like, I don't want to just... I don't want to just go through this first run and then stop because I want to see how it works. And apparently the, the first one is the weakest of the three. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Like, it just gets better and better yeah. as it goes. The environment isn't great, like the open world stuff. It's kind of annoying traversing it because you don't unlock fast travel right at the very beginning. You have to, like, get... Basically, where I am right now, I only just recently got fast travel about five hours in or so. But then once I have that, now I want to explore. Like, I want to go around and clean up side quests and stuff. I just don't like I don't like running around. Like, you get around pretty quick. You It, it has this cool feature where if, like, you're, you're sprinting unimpeded for a length, a length of time, you build speed. Like, you accelerate and oh, how fast not, you're running. And there's not, like, a yeah, stamina to it? Like, a stamina bar? No, okay. no, no, no. It's it's real cool. Like, that's really nice before you have any of this fast travel stuff. But my problem is the map is really confusing. So, like, trying to find some of these side quests and, like, where they're pointing you to on the map, you're, you're gated constantly. Like, it's an open world, but you can't just go anywhere. What's like gated? The, it's, it's like a ruined city, for the most part, where I am right now, and, like, some desert stuff. But you're in this, like, ruined city most of the time and there will it, it will look like there's like this alleyway you can run down but you can't it's an invisible wall Ooh. and that's that's pretty frustrating so there's been multiple times where i just can't figure out how to reach something that said a part of the main quest changes the the map in a pretty cool way so i'm assuming maybe you open up more parts of it depending on how the main story goes later. But, um, yeah, that it it's super, super cool. Like, I don't have really many complaints other than the map. Uh, I think the gameplay feels really good. It's, it's so fluid. Um, and I, I don't know if, I don't know if I mentioned to you guys, like, do you remember when we talked about how to, hold a controller like should you have your index finger on the shoulder buttons and like your middle finger on or 
Yeah, and your middle finger on the sure, triggers. Yeah. Like, is that how you should hold a controller? Oh, no. yeah, we always talk about this kind of stuff. So you should... You, typically, you guys switch with your index. We yes. do the but claw. The, yeah. Well, not even that. That's different. That's what the analog stick, oh. right? Like, that's to do stuff like that. But where I'm going with this in near, you shoot with your little robot buddy with the right bumper. Mm-hmm. And you can hold that down forever, and it'll just shoot. And if you are auto, auto-targeting auto enemies, you target them, hold that button down, shoot them all the, the whole time, and then you're you know doing your light and heavy attack combos, and then also dodging with the right trigger. So, like, I feel like I'm completely using every finger I can while playing this game. And it's very weird because I've never experienced that before. So using your middle and finger a, and index finger. Yeah, at the same time. And, like, I when I was fighting this, like, more stronger enemy that was in a side quest, which um, the side quest was, like, really cool. But uh, I was fighting this really strong enemy, so it was taking a while, and it was one-on-one, basically. So I could just focus completely on it. So I was locked on... I was using right bumper to shoot the whole time. I was dodging with the left or the right trigger. Left bumper is your special attack with your robot buddy. So I was managing that cooldown with my left index finger. <laughs> and all the while doing uh, light and heavy attack combos, switching between weapon sets and keeping a combo string going. And it was just crazy like for what for some reason that little instance blew my mind. You still and you it still... just worked. You still fi- your little guy still fires when you evade. Yes, that's what I that's what I mean. Like you you just can hold that down indefinitely. And there's different there's different ammo type or uh, weapon types that you can get for that little robot. I've only got one other one so far, but it's not just necessarily like a machine gun. It can be a rocket launcher or a whole bunch Ooh. of other ones, he gets which fancy. is really cool. Yeah, there, there's there's some good depth to the equipment in this game. You like your your equipping how you upgrade basically your equipping um chips because you're an android mm-hmm. so like you're basically just plugging chips into yourself that give you passive abilities and that you can expand that as you level up and get more money you can upgrade your weapons there's a whole bunch of different weapons you can get that different robot buddy guy there's multiple versions of that different robot buddy guy what's its actual name yeah. uh i don't know oh they're called the pod the pod they just call them pods yeah your pod basically wasn't pod they're like some disney animated movie with a little character called pod it was like a little white character with blue eyes it was a robot disregard i'll look it up later wally was it from wally what was the white that thing was called ava wally? i think in wally. okay yeah I'm, I'm way off correct okay. great I like, movie i like wally a lot um, Environ- environmental cast. Yeah, again. again. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, I I guess last thoughts on near because I don't really want to get in. I can't get into specifics because I maybe would spoil something. I don't really we'll, know. We'll have a spoiler really, cast way down the way road. Down the road. And by the time you play it and get through multiple, and we both get through multiple playthroughs and whatever. Yeah, we should. But I'll start it next week when I get back. I love. The themes, like it's is that a question? Pretty. Well, I didn't know what to really call them. I mean, it's like it's really standard science fiction, like AI, 
self-awareness again though the second and third playthrough right here is wherever it like delves more into that i mean it's it's not just that like the whole alien thing i learned a little bit more about and that got really weird that reveal was very weird so i really like that stuff and the main enemies that you fight though they call them the robots they're just the mechanical things that you lay waste to constantly makes sense they they are like developing consciousness and it's it's really cool how it does it uh and this is why i'm doing the side quest too because they're nothing special they're just fetch quests for the most part or go go to this place and fight all of these enemies and report back to me that's that's the extent of the side quests for the most part but you get little tidbits of info from all of them like some little weird story with the robots or your characters 2B and 9S will comment on it and you'll learn a little bit more about them. So stuff you want and to hear I and like, look into. Yes. Yes. Like I, I feel like I want to know everything I can about them and contrast this with Mass Effect side quests where I didn't give one shit about anything oh, that was will, ever happening will, or being said. We'll talk okay. about that in a bit. Yeah, but like how how near does it? It's just very it's like little bite-sized things and it doesn't and because it's so fun to play and it's just strange overall, like it's it's cool learning that little bit of stuff all the time and I just want to do I kind of want to do everything that I can. Um there, like I'm there, just right now I'm just cleaning up side quests. Are there a lot of side quests or is it just a selection? Yeah, it's a little it it's not a ton, but it feels a little overwhelming. I think mostly because the map is esoteric, <laughs> so I feel like I'm flying blind and all the time. You have like a typical quest log, I assume. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So all that's there. Yeah. It's just you don't like how yep. the map's laid out. Yeah, like it'll it'll pinpoint exactly where you need to go on the map, but I sometimes can't figure out how to get there. <laughs> It doesn't give you so, waypoints in game. It does. No, it does. So that's a, so even if you follow that completely, I've hit roadblocks that I have no idea how to get by or like how how far around I need to try to go or what. Like that's that's the only confusing part about it. Well, it's a very minor complaint so, from another what otherwise it is, sounds it, like a pretty great game. Yeah, I have no real complaints about that game at all. The I have had a little bit more issues with the PC version now that I've put more time into it. Like, it'll just crash sometimes, which that sucks. That's but, what you um, get. How much progress have you lost from that? Uh, Not much. I mean, I that one little... I have one little example where I lost a tiny side quest where I had to go back and do it, and then I was like, okay, I have to save constantly. Yeah. I, that's, I, just, I just have to save constantly, so... So there are manual I mean, saves. Yes... But every time you would, and you have to be some, somewhat near the fast travel points, which are uh, fucking vending machines that you <laughs> climb into. It's so it's so good, but uh, you have to be relatively near them, I think, and then you can do a quick save, and it'll basically save anything you've done up to that point. And if you quit out of the game and load it back, you'll be at an access point. You won't you won't start right in the middle of a map. Okay, or something. so before when you were talking about saving in this, you only mentioned save rooms. Is that what the access points are? Yeah, it's how you fast travel okay. around and stuff. Yeah, you you unlock them around the map, and 
you, have you if you're in a general vicinity of it like it seems to differ depending on them like it could be pretty far away from one or not it it'll it'll tell you up in the corner of the screen you can save now if you need to i'm really excited to hear how they explain fast traveling in a vending machine <laughs> well they don't they don't necessarily talk about the vending machine it just looks like a vending machine okay but they do they do rationalize why you can't fast travel immediately and i'm i accept it but it's also stupid too it it was just like a it just felt like a dumb reason at least they attempted to explain fast traveling okay so i don't want to spend too much more time on near but like they have a lot of funny jokes explaining a whole lot of things in that game like your menu is is your it like it's your android's interface so like there's a hmm. point at the beginning of the game where they they refer to the menu as they do a little tutorial of walking you through the menu and referring to it as like this is where you to be like your character this is where you would go to do this thing in your brain or whatever and I think that's really funny <laughs> like it's not just some arbitrary UI thing for the player instead of like everything they, just just accepting all the stuff that we're used to doing but you don't actually oh like what is an inventory it's exactly it's like part yeah. of the universe in the game yeah and that's cool and even we could even go far like how you you start to th uh you always think in RPGs how the fuck is this person carrying all this stuff and then there's arbitrary item limits and whatever yeah exactly in near technically it seems like you're you're like you're like summoning weapons to yourself digitally somehow That's you know like <laughs> with the weird science fiction magic it's funny because it's funny you say that because final fantasy 15 that's kind of how it worked with weapons and items and stuff do you remember they just like sure. warp into your hands like some hey, explain yeah that. Omni, sure omni tool mass effect yeah the the only thing with mass effect is there are physical guns and stuff like it's like the it's it's like near went this next step of it's just yeah bullshit i'm, I'm saying the omni magic. tool specifically you're basically oh, yeah. conjuring something up with tech. yeah right yeah right so yeah and you're like stabbing people with it and how does that yeah. work yeah <laughs> i, I yeah. thought of it because i listened to the whole codex man the other day that's why it was on my mind the whole thing the whole thing an hour and a half wow wow that's crazy uh, have, everybody should play near have really you gotten good. any other endings mm-hmm -mm. No, no. So wonder how I don't the rest know of that I'll work. necessarily seek those out. So you okay? Because I know I know a lot of them are dying at specific points. So you might not know there's an ending unless you look it up. Maybe. Yeah. That that's kind of what I don't want to do. Well, then, um. I well, I just want to get like the main. Yeah, I just want to get like the main path ending stuff that will just happen over the course of playing. Which is A, B, and C. I think. So A is I, first B. Yeah. C. I don't know. I actually thought there were five, I, but I don't know. I have no idea. We'll find I'm out. Staying a little enough. in the dark okay. on that. Yeah, yeah. Pretty sure there's three. When do we? It's really good. When when do we want to? Uh, when do we want to get it out of the way? Get the discussion out of what? the way about. Well, we can Mass Effect. Yeah, we should probably do that when Alex leaves. Okay. Yeah, Josh, I'm only going to be on for another fifteen, twenty minutes. So. Yeah, okay. have yeah we have Spoiler Fest 2017. Yeah, we can do another spoiler thing because the people that are probably still interested in Mass Effect at this point either finished it or lost interest. It's a, <laughs> it's a good I thing don't... to have at the end anyways. Yeah, at the, yeah exactly. Uh, 
Alex, so since you have to go soon, uh, do you have anything to bring up, or should we answer an email, or what do you want to do? We can answer some emails. Um, I've played two other games, by the way. Yeah, I didn't know what we wanted to try and fit in with Alex. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Go go yeah. ahead. Start one of them, Josh. All I the only other thing I played last night that I <clears throat> I haven't uh, finished, and I don't know if I'm going to because I feel like I'm turning into Nick, is uh, Outlast. Remember when I played that forever ago? Mm. Well, my yeah. girlfriend wanted to see it again, and because she enjoys watching it, and I really hate the cat and mouse thing, Nick. Oh, it's terrible. It, like from a didn't even play that game. I know it's terrible. Here's here's what I want. It, normally in that game, to beat an objective or to accomplish an objective, you have to do two things and then come back or whatever. Hit two valves, get three keys, whatever. And if you get one of them, it doesn't save. You keep mm. having to do all of them, and I don't yep. know if I'll ever finish it because yeah, I can't so stand it. My example of that is in the first Amnesia. Mm-hmm. You told uh, me about that. There was one part, Josh, I don't know if you'll remember this. There's one part in Amnesia Dark Descent where... You're down in some sort of like basement area where they were absolutely per- performing experiments on corpses and stuff. Do you remember having to like drill a thing into somebody's head and oh, take yeah. their blood and stuff? <laughs> I do. Yeah. The drill reminded me. So there's a really, really good jump scare down there that then turns into one of those chase sequences uh, that comes out of nowhere. Uh, it's very intense, it's pretty difficult. And the minute you have to redo that, it loses all of that. Yeah, and that—that's that just so. That's so stupid. That that game does like random enemy encounters like pretty well for the general enemies, but like the scripted stuff, like everything else, like Soma. This is why I did not play Soma. It's why I watched it. The minute you have to redo that segment, it's not scary anymore. It's just a pain in the ass, and you're just going through the motions. Yeah, and that's not why only, I don't like horror games. Not only is it not scary, and there's no value in it, but then you just start hating it. Yes. You know what I mean? Because it just keeps happening over and over again, depending on how many yeah. times you have to retry. So. Yeah. Yeah. It. I just wanted to say I was morphing sucks. into Nick on the whole yeah. cat and mouse thing. Go ahead, Josh, on your, your games that you've played. Mm, Final Fantasy DLC. 15. Spoil it for me. The, the yeah, first one. Nothing, nothing happens in it, so it's not a big deal. Uh, I'm, I'm being dead serious. Nothing, nothing happens nothing in that happens. game. Uh, it's the first episode of DLC, Gladiolus. Gladi- Gladios. I don't know. Yeah. Gladios. Um, I think it's Gladiolus is his full name. Yeah, I think... I so think Gladiolus is? Gladiolus is his full name. Gladioli. Gladi. Are we doing plural or possessive here? I'm possessive. Okay, so gladioluses. <laughs> yeah, done. Okay, so <laughs> uh, I think what I think what Square Enix is doing with all their DLC is, and I know Nick, you're not far enough to really know yet, but at some point throughout the main game, every one of your party members kind of leaves at some point. And I know that happens. Yeah. So I think each of the DLCs for the characters is what happens when they leave, which is what happened okay. with Gladios. And his excuse was he just wanted to be more powerful to protect Noctis. So you go fight Gilgamesh. And it was an hour cave dungeon, linear thing, and that's all it was. Um, was that it seems fun? pretty weak. It was, it was a lot of fun. I mean, I had, I had a good time with it. it was, I know you would, say, you would call Final Fantasy XV a hack and slash kind of to begin with. But no, you know, like, I would well, like you hold a button down and that's it. Yes. Um, in, Gladi- in Gladiolus. 
it is kind of just a hack and slash. Like, you have two attacks and you combo together. Uh, so it is really it is a bit different from the base game. Um, Can you still just do the hold attack button? Yeah, yeah. So you still have the hold attack button, but then you you know how okay. you, know how you uh, assign techniques and use techniques in the base game? Yeah. You, you now have that as him. So while you build that up, you can use his techniques while you play. If that makes sense. Anyways. I would not call it a hack and slash. It felt like more of one, but I guess it really technically wouldn't be. Um, I want to argue semantics. <laughs> it's I wouldn't argue. That. Imagine I, that. I don't. I don't. I. I, I agree. I guess. Um, I'm just being an ass. Yeah. I know. I'm trying to get past that, but it's difficult. Um, <laughs> <laughs> long story short, it takes about an hour to beat, and that is about it. It's a five dollar DLC, so it's not like you're spending too much money oh, on it. Um, that's cool. Yeah, it's nice. It's not expensive. Yeah, and again, it, it was it was fun. So I think it's worth five dollars. Uh, it's part of the season pass too. The next one micro is, DLC. It'll uh, be a thing. What's the next one? Prom- Promptos is the next one, and it comes out in June. So I'm, I'm, so I'm really excited to see how they play him. Like since he's all around handguns, because I never used handguns in in 15. I didn't either. So I don't really know how that works. You probably stand back and shoot. That's probably how it works. You're right. Okay. Yeah. 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 So that's cool. That's, that's that. Uh, I started The Witness. Yes, very exciting. Very exciting. I don't know what made me want to play this game because it's not the typical thing that I get into. Um, but I'm having an absolute blast with it. And I'll tell you what, I've, I've never felt so accomplished playing a video game before in my entire life. Hand, it makes down. you feel so hands smart. Hands down, <laughs> I've never felt so accomplished at playing a game. Period. Yeah. Like, in anything I've done. And it's almost sad that like I, it's like I want my life to forever feel this accomplished, but it's happening in a video game. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just a fleeting moment. Yeah. Uh, regardless, though, um, let me know how you feel at the at the end of the game. Um, yeah. No, <laughs> after, I know. After spending like fifty hours, is that, doing is that how long that. you took? Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm getting to a couple points now where I am getting a little uh a little more confused as to where I should progress to because there is like you said there's there's no direction at all that you go. Um, okay, uh, remember how I told you the very beginning of that game does a really good job of forcing you a certain way, yes. even though you don't have to. And I ended up going that way, I guess. Yeah, that was uh, after watching the interview with Jonathan Blow that Noclip did, which is really good. You should watch that. I'll, Only watch it if you've completed The Witness. Yeah, though, I started but, it, and it actually tells you that not to watch de- it, so I'll watch it later. Yeah, definitely check that out. After completing it, it's very good um, and very interesting. John John Blow is just guy. an interesting guy yeah. and very smart. But he they talk about that. Like he talks about that. He's like, we had to figure out a way to teach you these core concepts without with, like by holding your hand for a little bit, but not necessarily forcing you that way. Like if you want it, as soon as you get out of that one area, you can just go wherever you want mm-hmm. and maybe not learn those real basic things first. And it so doesn't, it's, it's real cool how it does that. And it's not like it even takes long to do. Like, this could happen no. in the first 10 minutes. It, it's a very, quite frankly, it's a very basic game. There is not much to it until you learn the yeah. concepts behind the puzzles, which then stack upon each other. And there's there yeah. are still a lot of symbols on these puzzle boards that I have no idea what the hell they mean. Oh, yeah. There are so many. There's one I never even learned how to do. What, what was it? <laughs> Would I have seen it, do you think? The those little secret ones that you find just laying around with the triangles. Yeah, I found two of those. They were super easy don't, though. 
don't know how to do them. Do you think you knew how to do them, or were you just solving them blindly? Because everyone I found, I solved, but I did not learn what it was teaching me. Oh, so it's actually, because all it looks like is get to point A to point B, like a normal puzzle. No. That's not it? Okay. It's supposed to be teaching you something, and I never learned it. And I Interesting. A friend tried to explain it to me one time, and I was like, eh, it's too late, I'm past this game. I don't remember so much of it anyway, it doesn't matter. The, one, so. the ones I'm just learning now, which, which took me a bit, were the ones where you have to draw the shapes while you complete the puzzle. Yeah, the t- tetromino. Yes, the tetromino, whatever. whatever. Yeah, fuck those. Because I still, it took me a while. Like, I'll complete puzzles, but then I will go back and look at the beginning easier ones to see if I missed, like, a, a point of learning the puzzle. Like, not only do you have yep. to beat, like, complete the tetromino pieces, but they have to be in the same area of each other as well. Yep. It's fascinating. Those ones are fascinating. Yeah. And they get real crazy because they start combining those with other other uh, uh, tricks yeah. later. Dude, I, I can't wait I for you to dig into that game this because game so much. It gets it gets so crazy. And and some of those Tetris ones in the swamp area where you're learning to do that's it. That's where I'm at. Yeah. Made me want to kill myself. <laughs> I I just did the first, like, two sets, so I'm still early into that. When you get to the red ones, I'm curious how fast you'll get through them. I uh, Before I went there, I was in the salt factory, if you remember the salt factory. And yeah. I had no idea what I was doing in that room. I managed to blindly solve a couple puzzles, but then I, I realized I don't want to blindly solve these things because I'm not learning anything for the rest exactly. of the Exactly. So I just stopped. Yep. Um, and I have a feeling yeah. like... And we had this discussion back when you were playing it, too, how... I mentioned I would like this game on like an iPad or something. And you mentioned that a lot of the puzzles are based upon positioning of your character, which I yeah. totally understand now. And I, I don't think this could be a touchscreen game of any sorts. No, you'll see. Well, they might be doing that because he mentioned in the that interview that they're trying to bring it to other platforms. So maybe they're trying to figure that out somehow. I mean, I, I guess technically you could like just any game in first person is treated the same way. But right. it would be a bit more, very difficult compared to playing with a controller or a mouse and keyboard. I'm, yeah, you'll. I'm probably giving it too much credit, but I feel like um, there was there were a few similar puzzles in Numa, if you guys remember. There probably. were ones that had to do with your your perspective and like where your character was, and and I like you said, Josh. I feel like it's since it's first person. Yeah, it's conceivable on an iPad. I just don't they know if I want to do it. <laughs> yeah. I think it would be a pain in the ass because some of them some of them in the witness are like pretty you have to like kind of just shift yourself very slightly Mm -hmm. sometimes to like get your perspective in the right way and there's something i can't wait for you to learn in that game josh that that means a lot more yeah there than you understand now i came across (laughs) this oriental area where it looked like i had to align some tree branches yes you have to you have to move around a lot, and that's a perfect example. I skipped yeah. that, making my way to the swamp. I didn't know if I should be doing that yet. Um, you can do them. You can do them I, whenever. I know, I know, but th- those seemed a bit too difficult, and I couldn't, I couldn't line up the tree branches yet. So I was like, you know what? I'm not thinking enough for this right now. So I moved on. Mm. Um, and I, uh, I love that the biggest hurdle in that game is your brain. Oh, like, that's the only hurdle, really. It's yeah. so. It's so cool, and it's done so well. That's a good puzzle game. Yeah, when it's that's a really, your biggest enemy. It's a really good puzzle game, um, just overall. And, and another thing with like playing on a touchpad, 
I would I hate moving around like first person games on touchscreens to begin with, and some of the puzzles in in Witness, like I don't know if you, I'm sure you remember the ones where you have to actually walk to to do the puzzle, like you walk on the squares, yeah, yeah on those panels, yes, and then you have to kind of go back and see if you're going the right way, and like if you do that wrong, that would just be such a pain in the ass on a touchscreen. Yep. Um, yep. But I'm I feel like I feel like it's a it's kind of like a Korok seed sort of thing with Zelda, how you're looking. Ev- I'm looking everywhere. Like, it just every small thing. I don't know if I should be doing that or not, if I need to, but I feel like I need to be, like, looking at everything to see if some sort of puzzle is involved. And I I, I came across a sunken ship the other day, like a freighter, and I explored yeah. the entire thing. Didn't find a goddamn thing other than a recording, and I know I had to have missed things, and that bothers the hell out of you me. You did miss things. Yep, I know it. There's There's... There's one there. Okay, so you know the hexagon puzzle that you found? Yes. That you didn't know how to solve? Yes. You have to find the solutions to those around. I remember They're you like mentioning secrets. that, and I have yet to see one. I don't even know what I'm looking for. One of, one of them is in the ship. Okay. And I actually had to look up the solution to get to it. So that's one of the was, things you had to look up? Yeah. Okay. It was, it was, I just could not wrap my head around it, and it's... Now, when you when you see those pieces, are they? It's, is it an obvious thing? Like, oh, that, yes. Oh, it's not like something like it's maybe like a part of the ship that you kind of just have. I'm actually I'm actually surprised you didn't find one of those yet because there's one at the very beginning of the game that you go to it, you see this puzzle, you're like, I don't know how to solve this, and you're supposed to come back to it. it it's know. in that very beginning opening area, basically. In the castle? You probably just probably just walked by it, I guess. In the castle, like when you come out of the bunker. No, thing, very or... very beginning of the game. At like the absolute, the minute you get out of that yeah, opening then you, area, then you get through that. Gate. You're in a castle, sort of. When you do that, it's yeah. I guess a it's kind of like small a small little, little castle. It's like a fort. Sure, it's a little fort. Sure, yeah. Um, I also i I think it's really cool, and I don't know of any other game that has ever done this that it just saves. I don't know how it was. On, yeah, it just it. There's no save button. There's no save here. There's no manual saves. Every second yeah. you're playing, it's saving, which is kind mm-hmm. of insane to me. I don't think I don't it's know. It's like a continuous other... state, almost. Yeah, yeah. That's that's mm. so weird, and it's really cool because I was looking like, all right, the first time I was playing, I need to save and quit, and it took me a couple seconds to realize there's there's no saving. You just quit. You just uh, quit. Yeah. The closest thing I can think that think to that is Journey. Your character sure. literally sits down where it is, and that's yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So. The witness. I'm I'm really loving the the witness so far. It is. It is an exceptional piece of game design, like top to bottom. It's it's amazing and it's gorgeous. It's beautiful. So pretty. Yeah. And I'm I'm doing the thing where I'm taking pictures of a bunch of things just to make sure Hmm. I don't forget anything. Yeah, like I said, I use screenshots a lot in that game. Um, I use Snapchat. To draw test lines on things. That's a good idea. Oh, nice. It's so so you can visualize it before actually attempting it Mm -hmm. because then you might. Like, some of them get really involved. Like, some of them get really, like, um, like you got to make a lot of twists and turns and you might forget what you tried and then you get stuck in this loop of doing the Mm -hmm. same thing over. It's. It's, it's crazy. Whenever I come to. Whenever I come across a puzzle, and this is. This is for, like, really any puzzles or, like, mazes or whatever. I always start at the end. Do you do that? I never start at the beginning of a puzzle. Like, whenever I'm drawing a line, I start at the end where I'm supposed to end up, and I trace back to the start. 
I don't know why. I don't think it means depends anything. on the puzzle. Yeah. Sometimes that helps. Does it let you draw? No, it the doesn't draw. I visually, I, I visually. Oh, oh, and oh. that just seems I, to help. I don't know. I I had no method to solving puzzles in that game. It was like, oh, here's the next thing, and how do I do this? Yeah, I'm. Uh, <laughs> it's bothering me. I'm. I'm I have one puzzle in the or in the orchard that I'm stuck on, and it's pissing me off because I'm sure it shouldn't be difficult, but it is. It's just yeah. It's, I didn't really have trouble. There. It's one of the trees that I can't align the apple properly to figure out where to figure the puzzle oh. out, and it's just it's bothering me. Man, there's some real good ones that the uh, I I'm just glad I'm glad you're enjoying yeah. it because like it's it's really cool and it was. I really, really like that game, and it was super hard not putting it in my top ten. Yeah, it's it's quite the like, experience. Yeah it 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 is just consistently engaging. The, it, the at this point that you're interested in it, you're you're good for the whole game. Good. Like that's good. it will constantly change. You'll constantly ner- learn new things, and it'll just stay interesting. I'm I'm really excited to hear him talk about the development of this game. I couldn't imagine developing like a puzzle game to this extent at all. That's like, why it took like eight years or some insane, crazy man. amount of time. Yeah, I spent all of his money. And I completely forgot it was a PlayStation exclusive for a while. It took a PC bit, or P, I'm sorry, PC exclusive. No, no, it was on PC and PlayStation. I I forgot to say console exclusive again. It was a console exclusive yeah. for a while, and it wasn't until later and, that it came out to Xbox. Yeah, and it, and it was like a surprise release on Xbox. Yeah, it was like inside for the PlayStation. How just like surprise? Here's pretty much we're putting yeah, it out. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to dig back into it. So, yeah, there's a whole level to that game that when you learn it, you're just gonna be like, "What?" Yeah, <laughs> I'm so excited. I don't think I've ever been. I don't think I've been this excited for a game in a long time. Like to actually yeah. play a game. Like I get, dude. I, it's all I ever thought about. I get excited for games. We all get excited for games, but. Even while I'm playing it, I'm excited. Like every mm-hmm. little puzzle, I just get excited. Even if it's just drawing a line, I'm like, "That's great. That was fun." Moving on to the next one. Yeah, and just seeing seeing the environment, it's so beautiful, and it's always different looking. It's a lot of it is based on your perspective. Like they spent a lot of time making sure it looked cool, basically from every angle. Did they? In- it sounds like that excitement seriously comes from your brain being like being excited about being like rewarding itself. It's like it's, it's like, like yeah. a constant releases. experience. It's like you're constantly getting a dopamine release every puzzle. You yes, solve. dopamine is actually what you, I was thinking. You so. you almost <laughs> certainly are yeah. chemistry cast. Um, yeah, biochemistry cast. Yeah. Did in in the documentary did they mention how big is the team behind this? Uh, it was probably like six people or that's, something i can't i actually don't they didn't mention and i don't remember how many were in the credits but it it's pretty small i think braid was like three people whenever he was doing that three or four because there was a documentary about braid too yeah i don't i don't know what the total number of people were but um i think he had like consultants and stuff yeah. too that like didn't do it the whole time they just did pieces of it or whatever but wonder what we'll see from him next uh, he kind of he kind of teased that actually. Oh, very cool. While while being relevant, yeah. There's um, he he was streaming it or something. He streams when he codes, which is really interesting. He's been working on his own coding language for a while. Yeah. So he'll he'll just like stream that sometimes. And I saw a screenshot of it. He was showing. It was some puzzle. It was another puzzle game. Um, and I didn't really. It didn't really show like anything. But he definitely is working on something. Or does it so. does it sound like it's something completely new again like the witness is probably completely new or yeah. Okay. 
yeah, it, I I'm sure it's something different. Very cool. <laughs> it was it was like a forced perspective with a character that you were moving around on a like board or something. Huh. It wasn't it, I, but who knows what that means? He was like, this is nowhere anywhere near anything. Not, like just all those caveats. Yeah. So well, I hope I hope the best of luck with him getting that game out because I have become a big fan of Bronson Blow now. I like Braid a lot, but it wasn't it wasn't like the blowaway success to me. He was involved in a lot, a lot of things. Like Flash because games he's before a, that? He's, or? Like just old PC stuff. Yeah. And um, uh, some some big console games, may, I can't remember. It's in the documentary. I mean, it's, it's safe to say, though, his name, he wasn't a name until Braid. No, until yeah. Braid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So very cool. That's it. That's why I have on Witness. Yes, the Witness is cool. <laughs> um, guys, we're about five zero minutes in. Um, so five you can zero. Have free, yeah. Ie fifty. I didn't want. I didn't want to go fifteen fifty. So um, yeah, uh, you guys have free reign to do uh, to discuss and poop on Mass Effect. Heads up, Ryan, listener. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna read his one email about our trailers, like trailers that made you happy but you probably it, don't have time alex hmm, right i didn't see trailers do you have a, do I, you have an answer uh, answer ready i do, I do because too. i thought this was very difficult yeah uh it's gonna sound like i'm copying because he said halo 3 right yes and i can remember that being a huge deal for me too like i, I for some reason i can't think of that for like halo 2 but um okay so wait real quick yeah yeah ryan, i, I ryan, apologize Ryan wrote in to feedback at 2v1podcast.com. You can do that also for any questions, comments, or concerns. He says, hi, guys. What trailer made you so happy and hyped for the game you couldn't contain yourself? I do not remember trailers. <laughs> I had to, I had to like look back at year, year releases for games and think, like, oh, oh, this came out that year. Did it have a trailer that I can remember? And that yeah. was really difficult for me, actually. So, the only answer I have uh, is Gears One. Um, Nick, because, Mad World, yeah, yeah, you because it. it was it, it's the only one that like left like a lasting impact on me. I Same. guess because it was it was a weird song with like big buff science fiction dude shooting aliens and like, back was, when that was cool. Yeah, it was very strange, and also the first Gears was a very thing, very exciting thing because it was this yes. new Unreal Engine. It was incredible looking. It was the three six start of the three sixty generation and like I was pumped for that game. Same. And that trailer got me even more excited because I knew I was gonna get a three sixty. That was the first game I bought and I couldn't wait to play it. And the trailer just reinforced that basically. Yeah. That's I I honestly as you were talking, I was like, oh Gears One is one that I remember seeing. You know, because I don't not only do I not remember them sometimes, but I don't seek them out. I don't have T V so, right, that was that was on TV when right. TV was a little the bit more common. And was, that was back lot, whenever you would lives. download trailers on the Xbox dashboard, which is ridiculous. Yeah, but yeah, right. Uh, yeah. Before I piece, Josh, I want to hear yours. Every Halo game, but that was a cop out answer. Um, the <laughs> yes, the, uh, the the Last of Us two trailer uh, got me super fucking excited. I know That's there fair. won't be yeah. any agreement there, but that which is totally fine. No, but I, th- well, I mean I'm. <laughs> I'll look forward to that, but the trailer, I have, I haven't even seen it, so... Oh, you've uh, never seen oh, that really? trailer? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Oh. No, like, uh, case in point. Like, I don't, you know, I like to know nothing about games going into them. Most of the time. Not all the time. 
I, I think but, trailers are important to an extent, though, just so you kind of get the overall feel of what a game oh, is. Oh, they're like. important, sure. Yeah. Like, the Last of Us 2 trailer had Ellie with a gu- uh, acoustic guitar that is going to be a gun. Was she playing <laughs> Wonderwall? Desperado. <laughs> Was she playing Mad World? <laughs> no, Wonderwall. Is that what you said? Oh, that would have been really funny, actually. <laughs> or so Mad World, I, yeah. I would have totally loved a joke Last of Us 2 trailer. That would have been like good. Yeah, because trailer. it's so fucking serious. Yeah. And, like, it could totally be... Not it would have been just serious. really funny. Yeah. Okay. Well, you gentlemen have fun, and thanks for writing in, Ryan, and I'll catch you guys next week. All right. Unless see you Alex. get fired first. Probably. <laughs> You're terminated. <laughs> uh, what happens now? Yes. I. Do you want to talk about Battlefront 2 real quick? I mean, there's not really much to talk about. Battlefront 2 was announced. Um. It is going to have a single-player campaign. It's going to span all three generations of the Star Wars trilogies, or however you want to phrase that. Um, I think really the only major news to come out of it is EA is doing away with the season pass for it. But they haven't... Ex- it's just going to be DLC. Yeah, they haven't explained what that means. Um, and yeah. another podcast mentioned they they're, they think they're going to go the Titanfall 2 route, which makes sense and I would be okay with, where the paid content is really only skins and, and whatnot. Um, but yeah, yeah, because the f- the first Battlefront had all of these really additive scenarios, yeah, like things, cool things, right? I'd like want, in I'd maps and play stuff. If it wasn't DLC, just to see, see yeah, the, like uh, it, see the map in the worlds. Yeah, that stuff really should go away. That would be great if they do that. The thing that I question that with though is Battlefront sold really well, right? I don't know. I mean, I'm assuming it did. I th- if they're making a sequel, I think it yeah. did. I think that I think that was an incredibly successful game. So they have no incentive to give anything away for free. No, they don't. But I mean, I this is EA this, we're talking and, about, and that's what I'm. I was trying to allude to is maybe they are trying to turn their name around a bit. Who knows? Because I mean, Titanfall. Titanfall <laughs> was also so. EA. Titanfall Two is EA. Uh, it it might as well have not been EA because they didn't give one shit about that yeah, game. Yeah, good, good point. Good point. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'll, I'll play it though. I'm excited for that single player. It looks like a cool sort of change of pace where you play as a storm or a rogue trooper. It looked like. Yeah, you're you're playing on the uh, Empire side, which is cool. I don't know if that's gonna be the entire single player or if they're gonna do kind of the uh, battlefield sort of thing with. Like different vignettes, yeah, which would also be yeah, cool. um, that would be kind of cool too. Regard- I'd, I'd be down for that. Regardless, it's a it's a single player Star Wars game in Frostbite, so I'll, I'll I'm excited to play it just to see it. Oh wow, Frostbite! Yeah, <laughs> they actually know how to do it though. Oh burn! Um, yeah, the SNES classic. <laughs> While we're on, news. yeah, I put that on there just because it's basically confirmed now, right? I like is it's it? still a rumor, but it's it's still a rumor, but it's like a pretty valid rumor, I think. Yeah, okay. It's just not confirmed by Nintendo. Do you have any interest in this like, thing if it comes out? Oh no, none at all. Yeah. Me neither. No. I I mean like on one hand I get the appeal of these systems, on the other hand, I don't get the appeal of these systems. I don't I kind of don't really at all, other than a collector's thing, which why don't you just buy one of these that people have been making already anyway. Uh, like, I'm sure somebody can program all of these games on a Raspberry Pi, put it in a case, and sell it themselves on, like, Etsy that, or something. And, and I'm basing this off no information right now. I just thought of it. But 
the people that are buying these NES classics on eBay now for like upwards of three fifty, four hundred dollars, wonder what a like sealed brand new NES system costs like on eBay through sellers. Oh, I've never. Because I'd much rather yeah. have that as a po- from a collector standpoint. Oh God, you know? <laughs> what a what a what a pain in the ass like to get those things even functional anymore probably like i know um a friend back home still has his and it just doesn't work it's it's it works but you gotta really work to get it to work like the whole blowing in the cartridge and all that and putting it in seeing if it starts resetting it seeing if it starts blah 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 yeah yeah just just download emulators (laughs) i i did it or or buy them on the Switch when that finally comes out. I did a quick, uh, I did a quick eBay, and there's one new sealed NES system that I found for a grand. So maybe I was off a bit. That's not as much no. as I expected. But you can get used systems. But that's still kind of a lot. You can get used systems with games, and they're still kind of expensive. They're like ninety to a hundred bucks, depending on what games are thrown in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I have no interest in that either, though. So. Wonder, yeah, wonder no. if they'll I, step up production though, or if they'll keep it like. There's uh, definitely, NES. probably not. Um, there's definitely some SNES games I want to finally play that I'll just buy on the Switch. Yeah, whenever, whenever like, that happens. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I, I held off on doing that on the Wii U because of the weird, um, you can't transfer license stuff for games you bought. So. I don't see anything. I don't see that continuing post Switch, so I would feel comfortable buying stuff there. Oh, okay, like reverting back to how it initially was. I gotcha. Yeah, like I can't imagine. I can't imagine they'd lock everything to the Switch again, but maybe they still do. I don't or are planning on it. I don't. Or maybe they will never create another console, and it will just forever be the Switch. It's the new. It's just the platform. It's like the DS. It's they, like it'll be like the DS, where they just have little iterations. That's, I was just gonna say they'll have to have hardware iterations yeah, that's it. for but sure. But it won't be. It won't technically yeah. really be a, a new generation of a console. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised like that. They're totally in that position to do that with. Hell, this. I'd say that's a, that'd be a smart route to go with something like it, especially mm-hmm. if they do I think do, so. away, do away with the DS at some point, which I don't think they're gonna do. But should that happen, they will though. I don't think that they, will I don't happen. Think they will. Yeah, it the will. The DS is such a <laughs> huge system that I, I just don't think they're going to just... The Switch is off to a great start. Yeah, it is, but... <laughs> who, I mean, who knows? We'll see over the next couple years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, speaking of the Switch, too, I saw that the first month sales numbers outpaced the PS4s, which is kind of yeah, crazy. Yeah, and Xbox. Well, if it outpaced the PS4, it outpaced the Xbox. Well. Yeah, you're right. Um, yeah. But, I mean, it's, everyone kind of figured that after it started selling so well. It's really just the long run how it sells yeah i mean mario kart comes out this mm-hmm. week which i have a feeling is going to sell very oh, of well because it um, it's having that it's the other first party game. having that yeah and have and it's a great yeah. game and having that on the go for whoever is going to use it for that is like that's pretty enticing mm-hmm. um i don't know about playing that game with the joy cons mm-hmm. because that game is so intense and they're very small, and I don't think I'd like that. Especially if you're playing on the Switch itself, like split screen. Yeah, like, right, like that really small screen. Good luck with that. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure it works, but I don't know if I'd really want yeah. to do that. I don't, I mean, I don't think yeah. so either. I'm not going to take my Switch really anywhere, yeah. but 
And as yeah. as much as people love Mario or Mario Party, Mario Kart Eight, it really is just the Wii version. Nothing's new in it other than the battle mode, I guess. The battle mode, which that's a big deal because battle mode on Mario Kart sixty four was fucking awesome. That's the one with the balloons, right? Yeah, yeah, like and, and it had special it had special arenas. Yeah, they were just like big squares essentially. Yeah, the problem with original Mario Kart eight I think it put you on just one of the tracks and you had to drive around the track, and that's stupid. I remember doing that. Yeah. It's yeah. like an so oval now track. They're bringing, now they're bringing back the classic. I, I guess classic. It, I don't know if it was in any of the other Mario Karts. I only really played a couple of them. I didn't even know there were eight of um, them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? I had no idea there were eight. Yeah. yeah. What was seven on? The did, Wii? Did you ever play? Uh, seven, I think, would have been the Wii and one. Then... Seven was either the Wii one or the DS one. Oh, so even the DS num- ones are numbered differently? The DS one wasn't even numbered. It was just Mario, was just Kart, Mario Kart DS. Right. Okay. And then 7 was the yeah. one on the Wii that came with the wheel that you could never find for the first couple of months. Yeah, I, that that was probably 7. That would have been... 6 would have been GameCube? I'm not doing this. We can't do this. Yeah. <laughs> we can't. We can't. I'm not. <laughs> Good save. Yeah. Uh... Do you want to get into Mass Effect? I don't really want to, but I think we should. Yeah, let, maybe let's not make it no, go very not, long. But, um, I mean, I honestly really don't have much to say about that game. I don't really want to talk about it. Um, <laughs> I need I need catharsis. But, spoilers uh, inbound. Spoilers for Mass Effect Andromeda. You've been warned. I.e. the most it's, underwhelming it's game of all The most underwhelming ending the ever. The most underwhelming game that whole, that and entire just game. game was underwhelming. It's like everything in that game was so goddamn convenient. Convenient. Everything was convenient. Really? You don't think that? Like every situation no. you were in, something convenient happened. Oh, you mean like narrative wise? Yeah, something. Yeah. Con- it's just something convenient. Like yes. I get that's kind of a vague way to describe it without like especially if you haven't played it. But like there were like towards the end, and oh, you're locked by I already forgot the cat's name, the main dude. Archon, you, you, very you get, basic. You get you can't move because you're in stasis from the Archon. Oh, Sam's there. He'll just stop your heart and kill you and revive you on the spot. This is this thing is based completely on you being alive. I'll just make sure you're dead oh, for a second. And then wait, <laughs> I'll just walk over to this console to let my group free because the well. That could be said about literally everything you do with Sam. Yeah. Like, he's just, for whatever reason, the most intelligent AI ever, like, can solve everything in a moment's notice. Alien languages with, like, two seconds of them speaking it. He knows the entire language and tone and all of that stuff. like it, It's almost like before they started to make whatever. this game, they were like, alright, we don't really feel like talking and, and worrying about narrative. What one thing can we do to get ourselves out of every situation? Oh, yeah, we, exactly. AI. There we go. Yeah. yeah. Because they weren't allowed in the previous trilogy, now this is like kind of a new thing, and they're doing what they want, and whatever, yeah. I don't like anything really about Andromeda, but uh, I don't... I don't like that this is what they hinged everything no. on. Like, Sam was so boring and just giving... He's just all-powerful and has no no problems with anything. It's just lame. I barely remember what happened at the end of the game. 
Okay, let's go because, through because it. Because I was so just, I just so didn't care at all. I I remember pretty well. So you go to Meridian. I, I remember all that. What Which, was, tell me, tell me everything about Meridian. The, here's the one thing I can tell you about Meridian. It wasn't actually Meridian. Yes. <laughs> I don't. I think well, so. I don't know. It was an installation hey, pointing you to Meridian? Pop quiz. What's the other species we, we get introduced to? Uh, I already forgot uh, the name. Something with a J? Was it with a J? Jacocken? Nah, Jacocken. I don't know. <laughs> J- that, I, I don't that know either. So I can't remember though. what they, they were. They like introduced this new race that is this like all-powerful AI, remnant-controlling race who creates the remnant and it's the reason the Scourge exists. And they mention it in one line of dialogue and you don't hear yeah. from it again. Oh man, my favorite part about that was Jaws' reaction to the Angara being manufactured. <laughs> yeah. He was just like, he was just like, oh my god, they made us. That was it. <laughs> Wait, did you? Did, that was his whole reaction. Did, did you go back and talk to him afterwards on the? Nomad? Yeah, and he was like, oh, whatever, it's fine. He he, he was like. <laughs> Well, at least now I know I have a reason to be alive. Like, unlike everyone else, like I was, I was created for a reason. Yeah, it, it was. It weird. was kind of like it was like a religious thing. How he was alluding to, like the the other species, they're, they're all powerful god they resort to. Whereas now the Angarn are like, oh, we were actually created by something. Yeah, stupid. And there's a reason why probably they didn't go into this, but there's probably an explanation to why they have reincarnation. Like they were manufactured, so that's probably baked into their genetics somehow that they can transmit their consciousness to another new body or some bullshit. I don't know. We're getting into the but weeds it was it. just we are, and it was just like it was just you go to this place that's supposed to be Meridian. It's not Meridian. You find out there's this other alien race that nobody even reacted to. The remnant are that alien races like tools. The scourge was created from this place that was supposed to be Meridian, but they didn't really say why that happened. It was just like, oh, this is the origin point of the scourge. And the other race had to leave the place for some reason. Yeah, and then, and then that that whole installation then points you to the real Meridian that just looks. It was just a Dyson sphere over a very lush planet um, because I forgot that you do go to Meridian. I com- I forgot <laughs> right? until you just told me right now. I completely forgot that's how the because game ends. You, you but spend like, that... like an hour on it and that's it. Yeah, so so let's let's keep working through it. Okay. So you, you find all that out. Yep. You find out where it is. As you're leaving this remnant installation, oh, the Archon just stole the Hyperion from the Nexus. No biggie. He, Whatever. He just stole it. Whatever. He just he just walked in there and took it. Yeah. Like fucking what? Like no one put up a fight? No one tried to do anything? Okay. It was just like I forgot I wanted to mention this. What? Remember forever ago, whenever we first started playing, and I was like, what if they kill off your rider while you're playing and you start playing? I definitely thought that was I gonna did happen. Too, you start to play as the as yes. the brother or sister for for like yes, when- ten seconds. Oh, so stupid. Like, but it, that, that had such... It was trying to be the Joker thing. And it, it, yes, and it had such a... Like, that could have been such a promising thing, I feel like. Yes. when Whenever you, like, posited that being potential, like, as soon as that started happening, I was like, oh my god, Josh is right. That's totally what they're doing, and that's actually really cool. Like, I want them to kill off your rider. That would be awesome. And no, that's not nope. what they did. Except, and 
instead you just you play as the brother or sister for like a five minute segment and then you get captured by the archon and that's it and then and then you yeah. keep joking about it like <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I don't know yeah so so the archon captures your sibling because the sam is Be- in it because they still have somewhat of a similar connection to Sam, which is not fucking true. And, and, and that pissed me off. And we forgot to say, because at this point, you have lost Sam, and I forget why. Right, I don't remember why either. Uh, I think he severs his connection when they're on the Hyperion, somehow? I, I couldn't venture yeah. to guess at all right now. Yeah, but that almost kills your rider, and that's why you play as the other one. And it, that would have been really cool. Like they should have, they should have stuck with that. That would have been a oh, good idea. Oh, it's because but, it's because the archon, like, um, whenever he froze you, he did that. He stuck that thing into you. The oh, genetic stuff. I don't know. Yeah. What? So MacGuffin, he stuck a syringe <laughs> in you, and that's why everything went to hell. Jesus fucking <laughs> Christ! But the 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 whole idea that they try and rationalize that your sibling has the same level of connection with Sam does not make any sense because at the very beginning of the game it's a special connection that he makes to save your life that Alec makes the the your that father. Alec that well that Alex authorizes basically um but if you remember at the beginning you're like even though he put your helmet on you you're dying like you're you're dead mm-hmm. and they have to that's when sam has to make that really special link that allows him to control your physical functions and whatever that brought rider back to life they act like your sibling has that same connection which is not true and that's the only reason they were able to do all of the remnant controlling stuff and that's why the archon wanted your sibling and it it just didn't make any sense that doesn't no, because, make any sense because each of the nexuses or whatever they were called the ships I forget. Arcs. The arcs. They each had one Pathfinder, i.e. they each had yeah. one Sam. So on the, right. on, the, on the human one, it was Alec, and now it's the rider that you choose to play. So the, the, your, yeah. your sibling has nothing to do with anything with Sam. Like, she would, I would believe that she has the implant in her head or whatever that allows for that to happen, but I, they never really made it sound like, oh, now it, it has transitioned to her. It's just, oh, she had that implant, so, like, she can do it, too. She can do everything. She understands the remnant, yes, that, and she can connect to everything. Let's leave it at that. And, leave it at that and move on from Sam. Yeah, it's just, like, fuck. But then that whole last battle with the Archon was terrible. Never understood why, I mean, what really was the Archon's motive? We'll never know, because now he's dead. Oh, and his, his, and whole, like, his whole death sequence thing, like, nothing. It was, it was nothing. He, like... He was a non-character. He was the epitome like, of a non-antagonist. Yeah, like, I had no hatred for him or didn't despise him, wasn't worried about him. He talked to you twice, yeah, right? Something like, like that. I think twice. Yeah, and, like, you're not really learning anything about him as you go. You're not really seeing what he's up to, like, other than, hey, here's the cat. Like, the in general, here's the cat doing their thing. It had nothing to do with the Archon, and it's just like I had no ties and, to and him. And I kind of hate how the all. final battle with him was just fighting one what a pain of, in the it ass. It was just fighting one of those things that you you already fought as long as you come across an architect, an architect which already exists. There's yeah. nothing, it wasn't new at all. It was just an architect yeah. controlled by the Archon. Yeah, 
Yeah, and then you had to go jump around all over the place, and it was a shooting gallery, and there were too many enemies, and it took too long, and yeah. Yeah, it was it was lame. When you when you land on Meridian before all of that, though, and like you're just driving while shit's popping off, I thought that was fun. That it was reminded cool. me of Halo. Yeah, that was... Oh, yeah, the ending of Halo 3, 2. All of them. One of them. Specifically, we're in a Warthog driving at the end. Aren't you in a aren't aren't you in a warthog running away from something in all of them? I don't know. Whatever. Three three's the one that I think mm. you leave on the ship at the end where everything's falling around you. Yes, that's definitely that's the one three. I'm but of. I think you, I think you do it in other ones too. But yeah, yeah. regardless, that's that's what I'm thinking of also. Yes, <laughs> but uh, what what a yeah. piss poor ending. Yeah, very disappointing. Like, the the last episode, I think we were sort of finding positives, and I think we were really reaching for them. I'll still say, I still have one positive to mention, that is that game is genuinely fun to play. Like, it plays well. Yeah, it plays, it plays good. Like, even, well. I even wanted to kind of keep playing afterwards, just because I liked, I liked playing it, but then I remembered I really don't care about anything happening in this universe. No, and I didn't, um... Could you have characters not stick with you? No. Like, there there weren't characters that would leave if you didn't do missions for them or not, something. I thought I've ha- I have I all the characters. This, at the end. So did I, and I didn't do I didn't finish everybody's quests. So like I uh, I thought it had something like Mass Effect Two, where if you fucked up and didn't finish everything for a, a loyalty mission or whatever, they wouldn't help you or they would die or whatever. But yeah, uh, that whole thing with Mass Effect yeah, 2 that, ending that if you don't do the loyalty missions, they die on, on the Normandy was so fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah, and I didn't even realize any of that was happening. And, and like, when you pick what they do at the at the end yep. of 2, I happened to pick right and everybody survived, yeah. which was really nice. Like, what a, what a cool yeah. little thing. they did. That one segment in, in Mass Effect 2 was better than anything done in, in it's better Yeah, it's better than the entire... Thing of Andromeda, like it was, it just, it just felt more thought out. It just felt more important. Yep. Like better written. You had characters probably. you cared about. Like the collectors were terrible and needed to be stopped. Mm-hmm. And the other yeah. problem too is, I think the Ket could be a promising race to worry about. Ugh. Just genetic. Oh, I want them gone gen- after Andromeda. Yes, but I think the initial concept of what they're doing with genetics is is a cool idea. Yeah. But at this point. It is. It is. Yeah, they have. There's potential there for them, for sure. How they leave it off, I want nothing to do with them because, again, motives didn't make any sense. So Archon, kind of a turning into a black sheep within the Ket, I guess. They don't want him to be spending time looking for the remnant, whatever. He still is. They have. They even show a conversation with him and another. Some. Primus? Yeah, because I was going to mention too that they completely left the ending open for the next game where they show Primus walking away from it all, essentially. Yeah, well, so how I took that was they're they're mad at the Archon for wasting all this time and resources on the Remnant. They should look at that, or how I would view them, because they're very cold. They should look at that as, okay, we're done here. We don't need to be in this galaxy anymore because... We they beat him. They've decimated our forces here. If, if anything, why spend any more time? If anything, they did us a favor and got rid of this Archon guy that we didn't like to begin with. So yes, exactly. Thank you for helping us. We'll see you guys later. 
Yes, exactly. But the way that they showed the facial expression on Primus and how it left off, it was like, oh, I'm going to come back and get vengeance for this, for this person I didn't even like. So, like, what? Why? Do you know what's genuinely, <laughs> it, it genuinely pains me to say this? I, the next, the next Mass Effect game is going to be a hard sell for me. Yeah, me too. And that, that hurts to say. Now, I don't know how how well I'll stick to that. Me, me neither. <laughs> I'm saying it now, but we'll see. Yeah. It's, like, it's just, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you one thing, though. If, if the first thing they show with the next Max Effect game is you playing as Ryder, I'm going to be, I'm going to be starting at zero, having to build up to having to play that game. I don't, I don't want to yeah. play as Ryder again, and they need to figure a way out. I don't that. either. I want them to... I, okay, so let's project what the next Mass Effect should be. Sure. I want I want it to take place hundreds or thousands yeah. of years into the future in Andromeda. We have established our Milky Way Galaxy society in Andromeda, right? Everything is set up. Go super far into the future where now society is established. Maybe things are different. There's some political strife, like other civilizations have sprung up. The, the Corian ship you know, finally arrived. <laughs> yeah, like the other the other aliens arrive and establish themselves. You don't have to do the whole tracking it down, whatever. They make it there fine. It's good. Everything's good. Everything's set up. Now let's see what we can do overall in the galaxy. Mm-hmm. Like everything's already there as if it's the last trilogy. You're not starting from scratch. Now what? Now what is the problem? I, that is totally what they should the do. The Reapers come. <laughs> they could. I'd be okay with that. that I wouldn't. I'd be I okay don't with want that. that. But it would make sense. Well, it wouldn't make sense because they get defeated in three. All right, yeah. Unless there were Reapers so, hanging out in other galaxies, in other areas right. of the universe. And, and that's the thing is they always said the Reapers came from dark space, a.k.a. the space in between galaxies. Mm-hmm. And they absolutely could be a threat to other galaxies still don't know what the reaper motive is or why they would be doing any of that but whatever i i would like that to not be the case but um yeah what's what's worst case scenario for the next mass effect picking up right where it is now yeah, I, I agree playing as rider yeah. the cat still coming at you not yeah. not really introducing anything new no no, that that is the absolute worst case. Yeah, what if, doing the same thing. What if they pull a, a, a semi Mass Effect two beginning where you do start as Rider, but you end up dying? However, they don't bring you back to life, and you take over a different character. Yeah, that would be great. <laughs> that would be great. Yeah, let's just kill everybody. Actually, let's kill. Let's sure, kill the whole let's crew. Do it. You know what, while <laughs> we're at it, let, let's just destroy everyone in the Andromeda galaxy. <laughs> yeah, let's just let's just go to another yes. galaxy. Let's just. Let's just forget Andromeda. Hey, um, even though I did a lot of, I did all of the loyalty missions, I never found out what happened to the Turian arc. I did all the loyalty missions, but I still never figured out what happened with the Turian arc. I know what happened to the Osari and, oh. and the um, the other one. What was the other? Osari arc and and the Solarian? Oh, yeah, one. those I know. Never did anything with the Turian. Oh, uh, I actually don't remember. Mm, man, I actually don't remember what happened on the Turian one. I remember because I went to it. Okay. And I saved them. Okay. And their Pathfinder was dead. Okay. And you basically 
pick the other one and then he's he's back on the net he was back on the nexus for me when when we were talking about that that's what i meant like if he's not there for you i guess that other guy stands in but he he was there i had all of the pathfinders so from what i'm um, gathering it did not leave a lasting impression and didn't really matter no it didn't matter none of it mattered (laughs) there were barely any big choices in that game no none. you know like uh, i can think of maybe two off the top of my head i i think there were only two pretty much the one towards the beginning where you first have that encounter on the ket stronghold yeah and and then picking the krogan or the salarians yeah that's really disappointing yeah i I didn't even think about that (laughs) yep well not much of a massive mass effect on the andromeda galaxy i see what you did there yeah that's been the case for those games forever (laughs) i don't i don't i don't know i'm not i'm really really not happy with with the direction Andromeda went. Me either. So, um, we'll never talk about it again, I guess. We will, or, yeah, <laughs> let's make that blanket. Or we'll, If they release free DLC, will you play it? Like, single-player stuff? Uh, I mean, yeah, sure. Okay. I would. It won't be. Nah, yeah, you're That's right. not going to happen. Yeah. yeah. But, no, I won't. I won't pay for it. Unless it's something really, really compelling. Mm-hmm. No, I won't. Oh, I went back so. and looked at the videos, too that you you said were important like the sam the memories the alec memories oh sure nothing yeah they weren't no i guess <laughs> all right i think i think i'm spent on andromeda we spent more than enough time yeah we spent a, about it. a good a good bit of time yeah and i think i'm spent on this episode too so yeah i'm spent on you okay, okay. yeah i don't want to talk to you anymore either all right um So thanks for listening, and you can find us every Monday on all podcast services. Please leave a rating or review. Tell your friends. Get at us. Feedback at 2v1podcast.com for any questions, comments, or concerns. Uh, All social media at 2v1podcast. And my next playthrough of Dark Souls The Ring City will be on 2v1podcast.com Monday when this episode posts. What are we going to stream next week? uh, Any thoughts yet? I don't know. No, we'll no I don't. That's too far away. We can't plan that far ahead. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Thanks, Nick. Yeah. Bye, Josh. See ya.